Hi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. It's a uh, very here in North Carolina. <laughs> okay. What's your definition of cold? Like it's gonna be like thirty-one tonight. Oh, okay. That's pretty cold. Yeah. That's like real yeah. cold. Yeah, we had like the heater. Well, we had we had the air conditioner on last week. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the heater on this past weekend. So yeah. So you guys had a really cold Halloween then. Yeah, it was our first that I can remember that um I didn't need that like the kids weren't sweating in their costumes. That's so funny because here in Ohio it's so miserable every single year. Like it's always <laughs> raining and thirty-five degrees. Oh every my year. god. <laughs> it's awful. And this year it was the exact same. So Yeah. How many trick-or-treaters did you say you got? I think seven. And we got two bags full of candy. It's like, and I know I told you this already, but I have no self-control when it's sitting on the counter. And I keep telling my husband, I'm like, I'm just going to throw it away. But then I feel bad because I bought it from Costco. So it's good quality candy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the nice stuff. (laughs) <laughs> right, so you can't throw it away, but all I do is eat it all day long because we didn't have enough trick-or-treaters. Such a bummer. I, I still have not perfected, always have either way too little candy or way too much. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. It's hard to strike that balance. And our neighbors even stop by at the end of the night and they have those cute little, like they have two little girls who are, I don't know, five and three maybe. Mm-hmm. But they have those little pumpkins that you carry around and there was only a little bit of candy in them and we filled it up all the way like we just dumped handfuls and handfuls in (laughs) for both of them and we still have probably like five pounds of candy it's so awful (laughs) (laughs) and my neighbor's just glaring at me the whole time she's like you know everything that goes in that means that I might eat it and I was like yeah but if it stays here that means I might eat it so right right Aww. but yeah i know i'm sorry that you're gonna have cold though and that's the end of fall that's it well yeah i i know it's like it feels awesome but then i'm like oh it's gonna take all the leaves off yeah oh well oh well I know. can't have it perfect I, right no and i know when you were here and you and jason and i went on that run i was trying to show off how pretty ohio was and like look at it in the fall and it's so great and literally every single weekend since then it's been miserable and i was like <laughs> i'm just gonna have to admit to kayla it's not as good as i said it was <laughs> <laughs> it was such a magical weekend though like oh my gosh it was ex- it definitely Made some great memories yeah. for me. So well, that was the greatest weekend in fall. And now we're stuck in winter already. So no. <laughs> that's so fun. Um, well, so what's the topic? Yeah. So uh, so last week you just kind of you came up with it and told me and then made me do the majority of the podcast. Right. So now I'm gonna do that to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Just- <laughs> So, you know, okay. Okay. So today's episode is called make a choice, not an excuse. Mm. Yeah. So I've been thinking about this a lot and I felt like it was something that we could probably 
both really relate to. I know we've both yeah. talked about it a lot, but really the importance of not making excuses and um, accepting what happens in life as either it was a choice that you made or mm-hmm. life happened and you're going to learn from it and move on. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. I'm like, now I'm sitting here like, okay, what area of my life do I use? <laughs> do I apply this to first or like think about how I, because I definitely, yeah, like that's one that you and I have talked about over the years and man, it's just, it's such a, it's such an important distinction to make that like when you make an excuse for something, you're really like, um, in a way you're kind of denying that you had a choice. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like you're saying like, Oh, it wasn't my choice. I had to blah, blah, blah. Or, or, Oh, well this happened to me. Like essentially you're just saying like, I didn't have a choice and I don't know, like, I guess maybe there are some situations where that could be true, but like, I cannot think of any in my own life. (laughs) Well, yeah. And that's just like an excuse is it's, uh, it's not accepting any responsibility for something that occurred. Right. It's, it's not, obviously there are things that happen in life that you are not going to appreciate. Right. But that doesn't mean there's an excuse for it. So I feel like that's like a thin line too. Actually, I'll tell you the one that made me think of it this weekend. Yeah. It's really shallow. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so Halloween was Saturday night and I went up to my friend's house in Toledo on Saturday. Oh my gosh. Right. You're going to have a big Halloween party with like high school friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. And by big, we are in COVID time. So there were like 10 people there, but still, (laughs) I don't need a social shaming for that. Socially distanced (laughs) Halloween reunion. Everybody (laughs) went through a UV ray before they walked in. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) No. um, But yeah, it's like my group of high school friends that I really only see once or twice a year. And um, David never goes, my husband, cause he just never broke in with this group of friends. You know, he's like, yeah, there's a lot of friends that I know of yours and I love, but you guys are just too close and you do a lot of remember wins and it's not fun. Like, yeah. It's okay. there. They're totally, that's okay too. Like, yeah, you can have like a, a really good friend that is just not a part of your marriage and vice versa. Like you can have a really great marriage. And it's not a part of every friendship. Right, right. And the thing is, my husband has met all my friends and he's like comfortable with them because there's guy friends and girlfriends. So he's like comfortable with all of them and accepts them. And it's just like, yeah. So, so we get together once a year. It's also daylight savings. Mm -hmm. So we drank a lot Saturday night, but (laughs) I was prepared because Sunday was all saints day. And I was like, I cannot have the excuse of not going to mass because I'm hungover because of Halloween. So that was something that I made a choice about. And I drank water throughout the night. And I got up really early and drove all the way back to Columbus and showered and got to mass. So like, it's a very shallow thing, but I was sitting there in mass because there's like a dispensation from going to mass right now because of quarantine. Right. Yeah. Right. And so like, I could have easily just been like, oh, well, I'm not going because of the dispensation. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Really, It would have been an excuse and it would have been because I was hungover, but Mm. I decided not to get hungover. I wouldn't have to make that excuse. <laughs> when was it like, cause 
what was it that first triggered you to just be like, I don't want to be that person who makes excuses? Like, what can you remember? Because I know it was recent that you were, you started being like, oh my gosh, like I hear myself doing this and I hate it. And I, and you like started getting really bugged when like other people did it too. Like, do you remember when it, what first like really started it? Well, I know that with work, I've always realized that because I yeah. work in IT so I'm surrounded by a lot of men and my first mm. boss, he was a Marine. And I realized that if I wanted to have good rapport with him, I couldn't lie or make excuses. So it was something very easy, like right off the bat. As soon as I yeah. started my work career, if there was an issue or if I didn't know something or if I didn't complete something in time, I never made an excuse for it because that came across as really weak. But yeah, I learned how to say you're right. I don't know. And I can find out the answer. So it showed mm-hmm. I had initiative and I also knew how to learn from my mistakes and move on. Yeah. from it. But then I think in my personal life, it's honestly because I started noticing how my, like all of my friends and myself included, we got really bad at committing to things and or like you'd make plans and then the day of everybody would always cancel and Mm -hmm. it was always weird excuses that would come up like oh no I don't even know like the weirdest thing it's such an excuse I'm so sorry we'll have to do this again another time and it just really started hurting because I all my friends well not all my friends I have good friends but (laughs) I have friends (laughs) who would do it to me and then I realized how much it hurt And then I also realized I would do it to other people and I'd come up with excuses of why I couldn't hang out or why I wouldn't commit to things. And so I think that's why in my personal life, I started making excuses or stopped. I had a really funny one last week, which I think, okay. So I was going to go to dinner with my friend Alex and She's actually my boss. <laughs> and right. She, boss slash friend. <laughs> boss slash friend. And it, we were supposed to go out like Tuesday night. Everything was set up. And I had a really bad sit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you told me about this. Day. It was so ugly. And all day I'm like, what do I do? So finally, I just texted her and I was like, Alex, I really want to go out tonight, but I actually have this awful zit on my chin that (laughs) is the worst thing. And I don't want to go out in public. And she was like, yeah, that's totally fine. And it was, it's not going to be a thing now that I come up with fake excuses because I can just tell her, hey, this is why I can't do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. Well, that's, I like that example because in that situation, you were making a choice to do something different. Like you're not just, we're not just saying like for the rest of our lives, we have to just always (laughs) do things we don't want to (laughs) do. Right. (laughs) But it's like, sometimes like you just have to really weigh like, okay, you know, yeah. Like my, I'm just not, it's not, this is really going to affect my enjoyment and my like, you know, showing up to the, I don't know. There are situations where, yeah, there's times where you're human and it's like, you know what? I'm only human and I can't force this right now. But I think it's really, yeah, there's a difference when you're really honest and mm-hmm. you don't just like cop out with um, 
just an excuse even just so you yourself know that like even if the other person would know like for all you know the other person thinks that you totally made that up (laughs) like what a dumb excuse you know well but but you know that it was you know that it was really honest you know so it's like nope like I'm making a choice I'm not you know yeah like acting like I didn't have a choice or acting you know acting like something else is going on like I'm I'm being honest I, I like that it actually it kind of reminds so oh man there's like so many little things that this connects to I'm trying to like not be too ADD about them (laughs) oh just let it flow just let it just let it go (laughs) so the first one is my husband's been listening to the David Goggins book um (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and it's so funny because it's like okay we have this really bad Bluetooth connection in our Honda Pilot and it's like it always connects to what you were last listening to and it turns it on really loud in the car as soon as you turn the car on (laughs) the other day I got in the car and it's somehow connected to his phone he's working from home you know yeah and I get in the car to pull out to bring my my I have my my two-year-old and my sweet four-year-old to take him to preschool and (laughs) All of a sudden, like blaring, <laughs> this very intense guy yelling the f word. Like, oh my gosh, he's like a marine, right? Isn't he? A oh marine? yeah, he's oh a marine. Gosh. He grew up like in a gang. I mean, he's like intense. Oh my um, gosh, and yeah. So his story though is like so crazy because he had an abusive father. Um, he lived in poverty. He's a black American, and you know he really had a rough life like really his life was totally changed by being in the military um Mm -hmm. and just like because it was like you were saying with your boss like it was just this mentality of no excuses and you know he's gone on the reason my husband was interested in it is you know he's doing ultras and all these like really intense races and running and um jason's like really addicted to running right now yeah and it's like it's good it's it's been a really great outlet for him during working from home and that's you know I don't begrudge that like I think that's awesome yeah um but yeah like one of the things that I was hearing him we when we were actually when we were driving to visit you um that really stuck out to me that David Goggins was saying is it was like you can't say that you're crippled by your life story and your sob sob story, your your bad experience, because there's always going to be someone out there who had it worse than you, no matter what you went through. Mm-hmm. And that person, despite that, went on to to achieve excellence and success or or just like joy or contentment in their life, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like that person for all you know, there's someone out there, there, there most likely is someone out there who had it worse than you did mm-hmm. and they're, and they're not letting that stop them. Um, and I thought that was a really interesting point. And, um, and then like the, the second thing that <laughs> to, to be really ADD, I started following <laughs> this, um, this like nutritionist on Instagram and she's really cute. She's got this, like, I think, I think she's, She's some kind of, I don't think she's Israeli, Mm. but she has, she's beautiful. Like, um, 
and she has a really cool accent and I'm going to butcher her name. So I'm not even going to try to say it, but she's a really <laughs> cute mom and she's this nutritionist and she's got kind of like, because she's got a different accent. Like, I don't know. I really like kind of her twist on American approach to like fitness and diet, you know, like it's kind of mm-hmm. like a good balance. Um, instead of the like all or nothing, like let the best be the enemy of the good thing that I feel like so many of us Americans get stuck in where we're like, oh, well, it's not, you know, if I'm not going to run, I'm not even going to go out and walk, you know? (laughs) Right. Like we just really limit ourselves, I think more than we realize. Um, Mm -hmm. But she was saying like one of, because she's a registered dietitian and um, so she helps, you know, she helps people achieve health goals or, or lose weight or whatever, you know, like different, just feel better And she said, like, one of the questions that she was getting is, like, well, how do I stay motivated when I don't feel it? Like, how do I stay motivated? And she was just like, you guys, motivation is a feeling. It comes and goes. (laughs) Like, that is not a choice. Like, you feel motivated when you start to see results. And you don't see results if you don't make the choice, the choices that you know are going to get you those results. Yeah. Mm. And so, like, you just have to, like, You know, and I feel like that applies to literally everything in life, especially things that are physical, like, like with running or training or, you know, yeah, like being healthy, losing the baby weight, um, whatever it is. Like, I, I just think, or or yeah, with work, like, it's just like motivation is a feeling. And I think that, you know, when you say, no, I'm making this choice, like you're not making an excuse of being like, well, I'm not motivated. Right. (laughs) Or like, I can't do it, you know? But it was, right. that was just such a, I don't know, like I'm such a feelings based person in the sense that like, I, I'm very, like, I read once that people are motivated either by like pride or sensuality or vanity. There's like three main motivators for like mm-hmm. all of your flaws in life or all of your like downfalls. And, you know, for people who have the pride motivation, they, I always am a little envious of them because they really do stick to their goals. And yeah, sometimes they trash their body because they're like, no, I have to run this race. Or <laughs> sometimes they not, not saying you do that, but like, I've no, seen, yeah. I've seen friends do that. Um, right. Like one of my friends particularly like then had an injury for like a whole year after she, you know, kind of ignored signs that her body wasn't doing well. And, um, I don't know. Like, I really admire it though, because I have this issue of just like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm like, eh, who cares? (laughs) Like, I just don't, you know, like, cause I'm very sensual, like the sensual pleasures, like things being beautiful or enjoyable or delicious or like, I don't know. Like, I just have a really hard time caring what anyone else think. Like I'm a quitter, you know? (laughs) But you choose to quit, <laughs> which is okay, yeah. right? Like, if you're not just like, as long as you're not just saying, oh, I think I broke my pinky Oh, toe. yeah. Okay. I think I have to take Yes, that you're right. That is a twist <laughs> you know, on what I'm like, saying. But that's, that's, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Like, I did actually, I thought of something when you were talking about yeah. your Israeli dietitian. Who yeah. We can link to her profile. I know. I, I'm, I'm now watch she's so. gonna be like Pakistani or something, and I like totally insulted her by calling her oh Israeli and not remembering her name. 
and she's gorgeous. a wonderful lovely and she lady is American. And we will link she to just, her she has a really cool <laughs> accent and she's really pretty <laughs> but I was thinking about something um so they say it takes 30 days to make um, yeah something a habit so either to break mm-hmm. a habit or to make a habit so her saying it's not a feeling, it's like motivation is something you do, yeah. not just feel to do, right? Then that's part of it. You you don't you're not gonna feel motivated exactly day for 30 days. You just have to do it to get yourself to the end, but you have to commit to that. So if you wanted to, you know, make a habit of going on a walk every single day, then you have to commit to it at the beginning. And then if you miss a couple of days throughout it, then you didn't achieve your goal, you know? And it's not an excuse like, oh, I would have achieved my goal if this didn't happen. It's no, you didn't achieve your goal. That's okay. Yeah, You can try it again. But when you start giving yourself excuses, then you fall into it a little bit more and it's easier to always make an excuse, you know? I don't know. I've seen that a lot. Like I, um, I've seen people before after races or something, they'll be like, oh, you know, I didn't try. (laughs) So I probably could have done better. (laughs) Haven't you heard people say that before? Yeah. And they'll just be like, oh yeah, I just, I, I didn't try. Or else I probably would have beaten you. I'm like, well, <laughs> okay. It's the race. <laughs> right. I mean, that's true. If you didn't yeah. try, but that's an excuse. Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting to me because I feel like this concept of excuses and choices, it's not just about what you do in the moment or what you say in the moment. It's like, it's kind of how you look ahead. Right. Like how you decide mm-hmm. with intention. Oh, yeah. What you're doing with your life. And and like you have to I think you learn over time while well, I've been learning, like how not to make unrealistic goals. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> like I did not get anything that I wanted done. Um, but yeah, right. like I think um, it's and yeah, that's just interesting because it's because it's really challenging me to be like okay how do I um yeah when I'm making these choices for myself that I'm saying I'm not gonna have an excuse like there's no excuse if I if I decide not to do this that is my choice but it's like what what am I like what is my intention here where am I going what's my direction like what's my purpose um what direction am I going in um I feel like that's a really Mm-hmm. I don't know like okay so like let's let's back it down like okay when you're when you're saying I'm going to do this in my life like what like apply it to each area of your life so you talked about like going to church and like prioritizing that spiritual side of you which is like a self-care <laughs> thing right like that's self-care to go to church to, yeah, to have meditation at is. the beginning of your week to off you know to really have that time and space that you're giving yourself to God, um, your, you know, to a higher power and, um, and then like, okay, so what else like for you right now, where, what else are you, what choices are you making instead of excuses? Ugh. 
Well, my excuse about the <laughs> Halloween candy is <laughs> so bad. For well, right you now. could just do what I suggested and just make a choice that you're but, gonna start making really good, delicious desserts for yourself. That's true. And then you won't it's want true. the like that's very true. Gross Snickers. <laughs> I know. It's true. So that's one I'll work on. But I do have Ooh, a good. one that I have been doing recently. So everybody's working from home right now, right? And Well, a lot of people are. And um, everybody is doing a lot of Zoom calls and a lot of, like, maybe 50% of my Zoom calls are video mm-hmm. and 50% aren't, right? So there are days where I have no video calls and I could probably just wear yeah. – slop clothing all day long right or honestly I could wear leggings every single day and I did for seven months (laughs) but I've made a decision and it's a choice that instead of having this excuse of well I'm working from home nobody cares what I look like I'm going I've been choosing to get ready every single morning because I feel like it makes me yeah. feel more prepared for the day and I have like I was a little bit like more respect for myself right you know <laughs> it is it really is I'm like I showered and I have clean clothing on and I have jeans on and nobody yeah. knows that but I do and then when I do have video calls with other people who have also made that choice I feel like there's a a nice respect level there there's no shame in people that don't at all you know but like I acknowledge the extra effort they've done and they acknowledge the Mm. extra effort I've done so it's just kind of a nice little bonding thing you know so that's another do you have any others well um yeah I'm just kind of applying like my okay yeah like for my for my time as a, my job as a mom <laughs> um I which is such a full-time job you never get any yeah. days off that's what I was thinking no. about today did I tell you this I was thinking like oh my gosh on the weekend I can finish early on a Friday and I don't have to do anything Saturday or Sunday and then I'm back at it but you never have yeah. a true weekend like <laughs> you are always a mom and you are always on and your job never ends. And well, I respect that so much. I mean, it is obviously different so, in that I welcome. have an intense hormonal, chemical, emotional connection to my jobs <laughs> that you that you don't have to share. <laughs> so it's like a little unfair to compare it. But I it's will true. yeah, like I do what's mm. what can be demoralizing is that you're never you're never like you never get that sense of accomplishment and but then I have to remind myself that mm. I think depending on your job, you don't necessarily either. You're only as good as your next day at your job. Like you can't just like accomplish something and then be like, okay, yeah. I'm done. Now I did wa- wonderful. Now I can just be rich right. the rest of my life. Um, but I think. Exactly. Um, Never. I don't know. I've just, I've been extra challenged lately. I, I don't know if it was like COVID funk. Probably. Probably it's like a mild, like covid depression of being like you know i'm an extrovert who's stuck at home and not able to easily you know do do all of the like community things that i've always done you know i've always been really involved in my church community mm. and my school community and you know um with friends and it's just it is a lot of even friends who like want to get together it's just a lot of extra work and there is that extra 
just like pressure and stress of like making sure that you're, you know, being extra careful. And I don't know. It, it's just, it's definitely not the same right now. Mm-hmm. But I realized that I was kind of just, I don't know, like, yeah, sort of making excuses every day. Like, like just not, um, not being the like super present, um, fun mom that I really do want to be. And instead I, I kind of made, I would, I would not make excuses, but I would just be like, oh, well, that's just not me. I'm just not the fun mom. Like I'm the mom who will take my kids to do stuff, but I'm not the mom who will do like crafts with them or who will, you know, like, that's just not me. And, um, I think like part of it, I was just kind of in this, like, I don't know, like just, I was always like tired, you know, like too tired to really get into playing a game with my kids or doing stuff. And I mean, I still am not, I'm not crafty. I'm not a crafty mom. That's why I, you know, send my kids to preschool because they do crafts, you know? (laughs) Um, yeah, which is crazy because you're very artistic. No, but you're not I, yeah, crafty. I'm really not. I hate, <laughs> I feel like crafts is just like making a mess that you have to clean up. <laughs> it's really oh not my strong suit at all. And I, I never have like ideas for what to do. And, yeah. But anyway, I just, I started like last week, my friend made this like passing comment and it wasn't even to me. Like she was talking about I think a conversation she had had with her husband or something, but it was like, we find our happiness and fulfillment in life, not in pursuing that for ourselves, but in serving others. Like that's where you find true happiness and joy and, Mm. and fulfillment. And that's like, you just have to like suck it up. And there's going to be times that you're not feeling it, especially with like who better to serve than your kids. Like, it's just, they're right there they want you, they need you. Like you can just put us, you can either complain about, Oh, my job is so hard as a mom. Like, Oh, I never get a break. Or you can just be like, I'm so lucky that like, yeah, I have this opportunity for service like every day. And it is so like wonderful. Cause I love them. It's not like as hard as it would be to, you know, go out and feed the homeless. Like that's a lot harder. Um, or, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it, I'm no mother Teresa, but you know, cause there's obviously like a self-indulgence in, in serving your kids. Cause like you want to, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah, cause like you they get the love you more. <laughs> so it's not like, yeah, right. it's not total self-denial, but like I, I took them to the park and usually, I, yeah, I, I'm on my phone, you know, like I'll take a picture of them for my phone mm. or for my, for my gram. <laughs> right. And for then um, for my phone life. <laughs> so bizarre and then and then I end up you know just getting stuck on it and I put my phone up and I just played hide and seek with um my little ones and they like my two-year-old had never played hide and seek before and it was so cute because she like she keep popping her head out and like squealing and you know like basically showing me where she was after like I'd look for like five seconds and um but it was, yeah. I, it was so true. Like I had the most fun, like I had the most fun time and the hour that we were at the playground, like flew by and it was just such a reminder to me that, yeah, like I, you can make excuses all day of like, oh, well, I was just too tired or, oh, like I just didn't, you know, I had to reply to this text or I had to reply to this email or I, you know, but like when you do decide yes. to just like serve that person in front of you and, and like show up, like you may not feel motivated, 
to connect to my other thought like you you know you might not feel it but that doesn't matter like it doesn't matter how you feel it matters what you do and um yeah like it doesn't matter like what your excuse is it matters what your choice is like it doesn't you know like everybody has an excuse everyone lacks motivation um but yeah it was just it was so crazy to me how like the payoff was immediate and it it isn't for everything in life, but it was just, but kind of like what you were saying, like that self-respect, like just that contentment in yourself that like, I, I'm so glad I did that. You know, um, that's, that's amazing. Um, I think you just put it perfectly. It doesn't matter what your excuse is. It matters Mm, what your choice is. That's so perfect. No, oh, thanks. I'm, I really like that you yeah. picked that topic because honestly, like, I don't know. Yeah, you had brought it up over the summer and it really kind of struck a chord with me. And I feel like I really, I really am guilty of that, truly, because I just, I'm very, um, yeah, based, <laughs> very influenced by sensual pleasure. Based on- <laughs> it's sort of like, it's sort of like friends. Monica's influenced by pride. <laughs> Rachel is influenced by vanity. Oh and gosh. Phoebe's more like sensual. Like if she's into something or she's not, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that a thing? No, I, I just thought that was of a it. Thing. I think whenever you have, I, need- I think whenever you have oh. three characters, like generally they tend to kind of, um, if it's well-written at all, they do tend to represent like just major personality dynamics, you know? Um. Yeah. So, like a new girl, you would be Nick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I meant that as a compliment. I don't know how I would It would be Nick. Although I'm not like, I'm you more know, of an optimist like... than he is, though. Right? Like he's like so. That's like his thing. Is he's like grumpy. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like I'm ever grumpy. No, no, you're not grumpy. I just mean because he's only motivated by oh, yeah, in the moment yeah. things, which you're not only motivated. I just never mind. No, <laughs> no, really it's funny. Character. I mean, I like him. I like his character. <laughs> I guess from all characters, he would be the one that would be essentially motivated more than Winston. Yeah, I don't know. What <laughs> Making fun of people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that show. You yes. talk about it all night. Um, whew, not to go down a rabbit hole. So yeah, it doesn't matter what your excuse is. Yeah. It matters no, I like, I'm going to be thinking about that. And I love that. Yeah. Sorry for being a little ADD tonight. I just, um, this was such a, yeah. Like, I just feel like there were so many things. I'm like, Oh, that reminds me of this. That reminds me of that. <laughs> kind of. I think we could apply it to so much more. We'll probably do another episode down yes. the road. Let's on revisit it. Again. it. Let's revisit <laughs> it in the new so year much. in like January because that's you know your resolution time. Um, oh yeah, and then I can talk about my resolution yes, to make more, make desserts, more desserts, Elizabeth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. I'm this gonna is let awesome. you go. I love you. Bye. Yeah. Love.